Give a little time for the child within you. Don't be afraid to be young and free. Undo the locks and throw away the keys and take off your shoes and socks and run you. It's Jordan, Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy detective. Ice cream king. I'm changing it to ice cream king. Not yours, mine. Okay. Jesse Thorne. Yeah, I don't think I'm prepared to. I was a little afraid that, I mean, being the ice cream king sounds like a lot of responsibility. Well, there's a lot of paperwork. Sure. The main concern is going to be paperwork. So many meetings. Well, you have have to meet with your ice cream vizier. Sure. Vizier? You have to keep the ice cream. How's that word pronounced? You have to keep the ice cream peasants happy so they don't revolt. (laughs) Yeah, sure. Yeah, no thank you. Heavy is the head that wears the ice cream crown. (laughs) And sticky. I am not. Yeah, heavy and sticky is the head. Uh, and I just don't think I'm prepared for that. Like, if you want it because you're power mad, right? You can you can have it. I'm fine with a lower position in the ice cream fiefdom. So, what are you looking at? An ice cream duke? I don't even think that. You don't even want to be an. Maybe ice I'll cream just court. be an ice cream cobbler. No, a peach cobbler. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be a peach cobbler who lives in the village, and sometimes I have ice cream on top of me. Right. Are you concerned about uh, diseases such as the Black Plague and the Galloping Dropsy? Well, I mean, hopefully my, you know, ice cream royalty is handling that. No, sir. Oh, wow. No, <laughs> You're just working on accumulating riches for yourself. Well, I'm focused on developing new flavors. Sure. <laughs> and the war with the cookie people. <laughs> <laughs> the impending war with the cookie kingdom. They've got shortbread, your majesty. <laughs> They're monsters. Yeah, I uh, well then yeah, I guess I will probably while you are busy with your you know fool's war, your vain foolish war right against the cookie people, and you know test marketing new flavors, you know maybe something with peanut butter in it. I uh, did put peanut butter in my flavor today. Okay, so yeah, I guess I probably will die of the black lung or you know get <laughs> kicked by a ice cream mule or something. Scarlet yeah, rubella. Yeah, I probably will die die early and leave orphans. So, yeah, that's on you, though. I'll tell you what. That shit's on you. It's hard, Jordan. This is just an ice cream secret that mm-hmm. I'm willing to share with you. Mm-hmm. Um, well, let's introduce our guest. Okay. Ice cream, <laughs> ice cream secrets, he might, sure. He might want to know about this. Yeah. You know, I don't know if does he love ice cream. Yeah, and the guests can't hear until we introduce them. So okay. our we guest, open up their headphones. Our guest on the program, uh, the head writer of the television program at Midnight, uh, the former editor of The Onion, the uh, author of uh, Funny on Purpose, mm. colon, a subtitle that I can't recall mm-hmm. right off the top of my head, mm-hmm. a manual about making it in the comedy biz. Yeah, yeah, like you're close. And Joe like Hi, around. Joe. Hi. I do love ice cream. Okay, great. Then you're going to love this. Favorite flavors? Um, <clears throat> I think mint Mint Oreo would be my my favorite. That's a, not a bad choice. Yeah, it's a good choice. I where do you get it? I guess I I, I well, you said mint. I'm like he's gonna say mint chip. I'm gonna tune out. But then I heard <laughs> mint Oreo, mint and Oreo, I'm like, what? Yeah. Where do you get a mint Just Oreo? Just standard Ben and Jerry's. I mean, huh. you can yeah. find them most other places. Is that Sometimes, a standard thing? Am I? Am I just so out of it? That's a big. Yeah, I think it's that's a, a standard. Relatively thing. common. Hmm. Flavor. Now, this isn't a universal. There are times when flavor. I can't find. There are definitely times when I can't find it. But it's it's among the best flavors. Jordan, do you not like a minty ice cream? I'm okay with it. I did not like it as a kid, but grew to appreciate it as an adult. It's it is piling coolness on coolness. Sure. Well, I think now, the, that happens to be my specialty. <laughs> <laughs> the nice thing about the uh, the Ben and Jerry's, I think it's called mint chocolate cookie. 
Mm-hmm. They probably can't use Oreo. They do not have the franchise. Right. Is that it's not overpoweringly mm-hmm. minty. It's, it's just a Breyers. sort of – Briars has uh, Oreo cookie blasts. Okay. Yeah. Gotcha. It's just a clean – Yeah, of clean... I mean I think I prefer the prefer the mint when it's not – when it doesn't veer into toothpaste ca- uh, territory. Yeah. Now, I just – I eat toothpaste. Mm. Yeah. Well, that's on you. you I refrigerate it. You're the mad – You're the mad ice cream king. I am. You have a lot of bizarre behavior. Um, I have okay. So first of all, mm-hmm. I've got an ice cream question, and I, and I think there's probably going to be uh, there's probably going to be in our audience a food expert who can mm-hmm. answer this for me. Here's my question: I if I'm going to the grocery store, I'm often buying Breyers brand ice cream. Mm-hmm. God, I hope it's Breyers that it's not Dryers. Mm-hmm. Why are two ice creams number one? Why are two ice creams? It's one named Briars uh, and one named. Well, isn't Dryers also the West Coast version of a different of on the East Coast? It's called. It's called something. like Ebe's or something. Yeah, Edie's. 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 Yeah. Hardee's. Yeah, it's, it's called Hardee's. I get. I mean, it's the Heinz Hunts uh, dilemma on the West. Coast. I think it's known scientifically as the Heinz Hunts dilemma on the West Coast Dryers. Heinz Hunts on the West Coast Dryers is known as real foods. Oh, yeah. So. They have – this is a really nice Heinz, ice cream. What I Heinz. like about it, it's a straightforward ice cream. Mm-hmm. You know, they say 100 percent natural on the container mm-hmm. and they really deliver. Sure. It really is a true ice cream. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. OK? You're just looking at – you're basically looking at a, a custard and some sugar mm-hmm. and uh, they freeze it. You know, they whip yeah. it and freeze it. OK? Mm-hmm. That's what you're looking at. Vanilla bean in there. Yeah. Here's my concern. I like Oreo cookie ice cream. Not least because it's one of the few ice creams that that has chocolate in it that I have decided mm-hmm. it's okay for me to eat once in a while because uh, while chocolate is a migraine trigger for me, I figure there's probably not that much actual chocolate in an Oreo cookie. Mm-hmm. I haven't had any problems with it. But here's my concern. Breyers offers vanilla ice cream and then they offer Oreo cookie blast frozen dessert. Mm. What about Oreo cookie blast frozen dessert does not meet the legal standard for all for ice natural? Cream. Yeah, mm. not for all natural. Just to call <laughs> it ice cream. Is it, is Why it, is it not allowed to be called ice cream? Are there chunks within, or is it all blended together? Is something in the emulsification process make it an ice cream? Are you suggesting ice creamic? Are you suggesting that they add like mustard powder to help it emulsify? <laughs> Whatever they need to do, they right. need to do. That's what I do with salad dressing. Is it chunks it. or is it or is it one? Is it right? Is it spun into the ice cream or are you getting a chunk of cookie? Right. No, you get a chunk of cookie. It would be a horrible Oreo cookie ice cream if it was <laughs> for liquid made Oreo to taste yeah. like you had blended Oreos into it to the point where they were no longer recognizable. I'm just trying chunks. to find some way into this. Like if it was just like a vanilla e chocolate ice cream, which yeah. is what you're suggesting would be. Or just I guess like it's not a chunk but a bit, like a granulated, right? Like a sandy kind of <laughs> right granular. Sure. Have you had it? Heinz Hunts kind yeah. of. Yeah, you've had it. Maybe it's slightly gooier. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Is that possible? Yep. Yeah, I think that means it's less likely to be a real ice cream. Which Joe, is probably you, why you it's clearly frozen. have the most food science expertise yeah. in this room. What's your expert opinion? If it's chunks, you're you're good to go. Right. If it's grain, throw it in the. 
barn. <laughs> that old, that's that old say, yeah, my pappy used to say that. Yeah, I think I yeah. heard that on my brother. My brother and me's farm was Sure, yeah, yeah. If, if it's, it's grain, chunks. throw it in the barn. Actually, you know what? I thought, you know where I heard that? I heard that in like a freshman year of college in a drug and alcohol safety class. Sure. If it's chunks, you're, you're good, good to, to go. go. <laughs> if it's grainy, throw it in throw the barn. It in the barney. The barn. Here's okay. So here's what I learned. I've been having a lot of a lot of fun with mm-hmm. my ice cream maker. Yeah. Oh, you have an ice cream maker. Yeah. So folks at home who don't know this, uh, my wife loves me very much mm-hmm. and bought me a top of the line ice cream maker for Father's Day. Uh, it's the kind that has a tiny refrigerator inside of it that freezes up the ice cream. So you don't have to put ice in there. You don't have to put. It's a, a tiny fridge where you could store one beer. Yeah. <laughs> so you can get a little buzzed while you're making ice cream. You got it. <laughs> And uh, it's a is a lovely is a lovely machine. It's by Breville, mm-hmm. and I've been making a lot of ice cream in there. In fact, there's some ice cream in the freezer that I made. If you guys want some later, I would like some. Have a bite. We got, hey, we got uh, nectarine ice cream, and we got some uh, pina colada sherbet. I'll mm. pass. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> too tropical. <laughs> All of these are too tropical. Ooh, jeez, so, what are we on island time? I'm thinking. I had some. I had some cream in the refrigerator. You know, mm-hmm. and I thought, well, what kind of ice cream could I make this afternoon? Um, and I thought, uh, well, we got some bananas here. We had just bought some bananas. I'll make banana ice cream. Here's the stumbling block, mm. Jordan. If you Google monkey attack, <laughs> <laughs> you're about to throw them in there. Boom, monkey attack. Give me back my caps. Sure. Oh yeah, I remember that. You do? You remember that? I do. Mm-hmm. I feel like only people with kids now know about that book that it's lost to everyone. But really? Jordan has a. I was well, once. I, know, I, I was once a child. One of my favorite books. Yeah. Mm. Okay. It's pretty good. I didn't know it. I didn't know it as a kid. Yeah. So maybe that. Maybe this one's on me. Could be. It's. A, I mean, I think it's a classic. It is a, definitely a classic. Okay. I find myself kind of laughing. at it. I mean, I do still yeah, read as, a, as an adult. When I do, when I do like casual reading around yeah. the house, I do like to read books for like preschoolers. A, like yeah. a Streganona. Yeah. Sure. Oh, that dumb Anthony. Mm-hmm. Too many cats. Yep. These are my favorites. You monkey, you. Okay, so he shakes his fist. Um, did you, how did your did your do your kids like that monkey book, Joe? Yeah, they liked it. Okay. He uh, Cormac, my older one, liked it, and then uh, is this a Cormac McCarthy. Yeah, Cormac McCarthy mm-hmm. is my older child. It's much older. <laughs> older than you, even. Yeah. <laughs> my um, older than me. And we haven't really introduced books to Gus, the younger, mm-hmm. yet. But I'm sure he'll love it. Something uh, – it was really fun in our office. We got to visit with Cormac for a little bit on mm. Friday, which was very I want to finish my ice cream story. <laughs> yeah, let's let's do it. It. Can let's I just it. say about something funny that Cormac did? Okay. Well, people come back to it. Let's a Jordan Jesse go signature move. He you likes ice back. cream, too. Cormac. Okay, there so you maybe go. that'll be a nice segue. There's our I'll, segue. When we okay. need it, I'll That's bring good. it in. So something that I thought was really great, and Cormac is a six. Six, yeah. Is that he sat in your office and I think was either playing with action figures or coloring. Mm-hmm. A child's activity. Child activity 27B, name it. Uh, hungry, hungry hippos. Sure. Crossfire. And just full... He was printing Calvin and Hobbes comics. Oh, okay. Like That's off the internet? Doing. Yeah. Okay. Or yeah, I guess that's what they were doing. Yeah, or making photocopies of them. I think because oh, he brought fun. his book. Oh, okay. 
No. Don't just tweet at Chris Hardwick about how Joe was wasting office supplies <laughs> on a six-year-old. Yeah, because yeah, Chris personally brings in all that paper and stuff <laughs> yeah, right. from he, his own He supply. stops by Staples before he comes into the office. Yep. He doesn't, but he approves the budget every morning. <laughs> stops every asks, morning. Us what, asks us what we want from Starbucks. <laughs> yeah. Very hands-on. Very yeah. hands-on. Yeah, there's a lot of room in the back of the Jaguar for <laughs> stationery. <laughs> right, and everybody's latte orders. You don't see Larry Wilmore doing that. No, sir. <laughs> Maybe he does. I don't know. Yeah, um, um, so, uh, Corbeck was sitting in your office doing a child thing and just full throated singing the Jurassic Park theme music. Mm, yeah, <laughs> it was it was great. Uh, I'm glad the, you liked it. Yeah, I thought it was really was really charming, and I thought he did a pretty good rendition of that wordless song. Yeah, was he? Did he? Uh, was he doing like a Wayne Brady? See improvising words? Uh, no, it was like da 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 da. Yeah. Does Just he sing love in the Jurassic notes. Park? He does. He loves them. He has a love hate relationship because he scares easily. He frights easily. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and and so he gets scared by William H Macy. <laughs> William H Macy, yeah, terrifies <laughs> him. Actually, Taylor Leone three. is the real scary. <laughs> yeah, one. yeah who, we boy. saw Jurassic Park three not too long ago. It's not. Maybe I'm just. Maybe I'm just getting weak mm-hmm. with my movie criticism. But it wasn't. I didn't think it was that bad. It, I didn't. I think rem- the I, Jurassic Park sequels have a real. Real, you know, people are people hate them. Yeah, movie, you know, movie guys. I'm a movie guy. They hate the Jurassic Park sequels. I watched them in preparation to go on Wham Bam Pow. Uh, yeah, and thought they were perfectly charming, fun summer romps. Three you know. just jumps right into the action, and sure. there's really no stop. It's Dinos like kind of a, basically immediately. Yeah, regular Jurassic Park ain't Citizen Kane. Yeah, I mean, it's a, you know, it's a, you know. It's fine. I, it's per- it's great. And it was very exciting to sure. see those dinosaurs at the time. Absolutely. Uh, but yeah, I think the other ones, the other ones are have this weird reputation of being, you know, just cash in pieces of shit. And I think they're fine. They're fun. I do remember, though, in the second one, not much except that Jeff Goldblum has an African-American gymnast daughter who uses an acrobatic move to kick a velociraptor across the room. Sure. And that I think that's – it's yeah, I think that is at once its dopest moment and its greatest crime. Uh, yeah, well, because it also impales it on a spike too. Is it that girl yeah. from the Olympics? She looked like Dominique Swain. Is that who it was? Dominique something. Swain sounds wrong. Mm, yeah. Julian, well, you should be Googling. I don't know. This. I mean I I think – I mean if I was to guess, I would guess that the girl, the actress was not the one who was doing the gymnastics and the raptor kicking scene. Oh. And you know. But who am I? I'm also, guessing it was a double. Julian, can you look up uh, the name of that uh, Eastern European gymnastics coach that was like famous for coaching all of the great gymnasts so that I can jokingly say Bella, that his name – Bella Caroli. Bella Caroli. Is it Bella Caroli? Is I think that so. Name? No, that, that's his name. <laughs> oh, oh damn it. Name. I just it's stepped Adam Caroli. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, um, <laughs> Yeah, so we so he so he enjoys the dinos, but is scared of the scary parts. And the scary yeah. parts are really scary in those movies. Pretty scary, yeah. yeah. So he hasn't seen Jurassic World. I went to see it, mm-hmm. and then decided that maybe it was a little too scary. And he was actually kind of relieved that I made that call. Okay, nice. So and he, you know what though, uh, I bought him ice cream once after a movie, right? And he really enjoyed you know, it. Seamless it's segue. <laughs> it's funny. Seamless. That, it's funny that you should mention Oof. ice cream, Joe. Yeah. I'm actually Heinz Hunts. I have a conclusion to something that I started at the beginning of the show that it will almost certainly disappoint our audience, mm. uh, simply because it's not that compelling. Mm-hmm. 
Um, that is that if you're trying to make banana ice cream uh, and you Google banana ice cream, the only thing you get is banana, quote, ice cream, unquote, exclusively, which is – and you know what that is? That's freezing a banana and putting it in a blender. Mm. Uh, which actually is pretty good. Yeah. But, I could see that being good. Yeah. I was going to say when we started this crazy journey, however long ago it was now with the ice cream, that bananas it was May. Banana is one of the only flavors that I don't really like in an ice cream. I but I but I think there's a couple there What about lobster? <laughs> I haven't had lobster. I'll which, be honest. Which seafood do you, do you most like? <laughs> well, I love see? cod. I love. I do love shrimp. I haven't had lobster in an ice cream yet. It's a little out oh, of my if budget. You're eating, if sure. you're eating shrimp ice cream, you are balling. <laughs> I bet Master Pete eats shrimp. Have ice you ever cream. had those I little uh, those little um, what do they call them? Uh, frozen shrimp blast blasters. Frozen shrimp blasters. Yeah, What's they, that? they're frozen. They're shrimp, and then they put a the dollop of ice cream inside, and then they drip. You know, in the curl, there's a dollop of ice cream, right. and they cover it in chocolate fudge. What? And they bla- is this real? And they blast no. it with pulverized almond. Right. And then, and that's where the blasting is. Right. So it's called a blaster. Yeah, because it where got I, blasted, I, and I then I you this, blast it in your mouth. Do you get these at DQ? Would I find it in my grocer's freezer aisle? You could. There's a few. There's only a few places I think where you can find them. Got and it. I don't think they have them on the West Coast. Actually, they have a different name for them here on the West Coast. They're not called, it's called frozen shrimp blasters. Best foods. They're called. Yeah, best foods. <laughs> yeah. Best foods, it's called. Well, we'll be back in just a second with more on Jordan, Jesse, Go. And we have something very exciting coming up. I want to make that abundantly clear. We're Dave and Graham, and we host Stop Podcasting Yourself. We started this podcast back in 2008, before podcasts had to have any kind of concept, so we don't really know how to describe it. It's kind of like going to the barber shop if your barber knew all about the first season of the show Elf. It's like a 90-minute massage where the masseuse is two people talking to each other with a third person. It's like the Monsters of Metal tour, only quieter, no music, and just talking. It's like a makeout session, but without the lips touching, they just talk a lot. Download Stop Podcasting Yourself from iTunes or MaximumFun.org. It's Jordan, Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morse, boy detective. And I'm Joe Randazzo, ice cream uh, lord. <laughs> ice cream usurper. <laughs> what? Oh, no. Ice oh, no. cream usurper. There's a fox in the hen house. <laughs> stab, stab, stab. Something very exciting is happening right now, Jordan. Please tell us what it is. Well, you know our friend Asterios Kokonos? I do. Uh, I mean, this is the man who presided over the famous Jordan, Jesse Go segment, What's it like to eat off the Denny's Hobbit menu? Sure. The, the very legendary Asterios Kokonos, still more beloved by our Redditors, mm-hmm. by the Redditors in MaximumFun.reddit.com, uh, than 
All the impreg <laughs> pictures combined. <laughs> That's where we're male true male characters are pregnant. So as you mentioned, Jordan, years ago, uh, by which I mean like a year ago, mm-hmm. uh, Asterios came on our program, and for your benefit as well, Joe, and talked a lot about the Denny's Hobbit menu. Now, Asterios happens to have moved, uh, I don't know, overseas? <laughs> to the East Coast. <laughs> to the East yep. Coast. Uh, and, and there's a new menu at Denny's, and Asterios is our first ever field correspondent. He's checking in from a Denny's. Asterios, welcome back to Jordan Jesse Go. Thank you guys for having me. Thank you for inviting me back. Uh, I am I am at a Denny's right now, and I I'm really really excited to review the Slamtastic Four menu at Denny's. Um, I mean, in case your listeners haven't heard of it. You know, it's like the it's it's a lot like the Hobbit menu that like we all love and respect. Only as opposed to promoting, I'm I'm sorry. I respect it. I don't love it. <laughs> I don't have a feeling on it yet. Oh, yeah. Should well, I mean, should we get into that first? I mean, what? Why don't you guys like the hop? What didn't you like? Oh about no, the Hobbit you know, menu? I actually, uh, and we can talk about this a little bit later. The Fantastic Four menu is the first uh, Denny's specialty tie-in menu that I've ever eaten off of. Really? Yeah. And, okay. uh, is it the flantastic? Did you say flantastic for or fantastic? Yeah, four? Uh, yeah. Uh, it, it's the slam tastic. Please slam I, I, don't call it the fantastic four menu. It's that's just going to confuse people because people know it as the slam tastic four slam-tastic. menu. So like we should. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Is is there a separate flantastic four <laughs> menu for Spanish desserts? In- yeah, I, I, I believe in some Latino markets they are having a fantastic mm. form menu, and I, I've heard it's fantastic. I'm, but again, I kind of want to keep us on topic. This is the slamtastic form menu. I just I don't want people to get confused. Now, Asterios, <laughs> you were really you were a really big booster. Uh, you were a really big booster of the Hobbit menu. Um, what did you love so much about the Hobbit menu? You know, I think the thing that I loved about the Hobbit menu was that. It was so – the food was just really, really delicious. Like, it's easy to crap on, like, oh, McDonald's sucks. Oh, Olive Garden, unlimited fuck sticks. Like, it's easy to make these jokes about these restaurants. But right. it's like – And the they're Hobbit hilarious, menu. too. Yeah. I love that. Oh, I, no. See, I, unlimited fuck sticks. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I mean, that's actually I, – I should credit Louis C.K. for that. That's, one of, that's from uh, a bit of his from the 90s. Right. But, um, you know, so uh, – He was less so, personal, thing, more irreverent then. Well, back then it was a lot more like, you know, he was doing more of that silly kind of Conan-y stuff. I think when he had kids, yeah. he really when you it was what? like, I mean, that, that yeah. was a turning point for him. I agree. Yeah. 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 What a great observation. Yeah. Well, uh, I, I think I'm the first person to make it. So thank mm-hmm. you. And, you know, if, if you want to make the observation too, please go. I just credit me. Sure. <laughs> so uh, you loved, you actually loved eating the food. Now, I had a problem. I had a beef. Mm. With the Hobbit menu, mm-hmm. Jordan. Um, I don't know, Joe, if you ever had it, but no. if you're going to serve me Hobbit coffee, I'm going to have a few issues because it's just not going to be as good as the Hobbit coffee that Nana made. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <You know>? Sure. <laughs> if you don't have Nana's recipe, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. Well, she made it with love, too, so. And chicory. There's that intangible. She was from Louisiana. So, so can you tell us what is... What is what is sure. on the menu, and how does it tie into the upcoming Fantastic Four uh, in theaters soon? 
No, no, no. Of, of course, Fantastic Four coming in theaters August. And uh, there's a lot of great stuff on this menu. Um, you know, the 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 Thing Burger is what I have in front of me. Actually, I thought I might do something kind of fun. I thought I might try to eat everything on the Fantastic Four menu. Oh, you shouldn't just to do kind of. No, Asterios, you shouldn't do that. <laughs> oh, well, I mean, I, you know, a lot of the food is already on the way, so I mean, it's the, the cat, you know, the, <laughs> a lot of it this is. is sort of out. This is sort of out the door. But I mean, you, you know, I, I've got the thing burger in front of me, and uh, it's a hand pressed beef patty. It's topped with crispy hash browns, uh, a fried egg, cheddar cheese, crispy bacon, and something called. And I'm reading this right off the menu: punch packing thing sauce. Okay, oh. now, punch uh, packing thing sauce. It's not packing. It's not packing peanuts. It's not, it has nothing to do with that. No, no, no. no. Okay. It's made of. Things. I actually, I hope okay. not. I mean, I'm about to eat this it thing. Just packs I hope. A, it packs a punch. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they have, like the it, thing it himself. It packs the punch of the thing. Yeah, because he packs a punch. He really, you know, he has a I'm, mighty wallop. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. You know, off much like with him, it's often clobbering time when he fights villains, like. You know, when I sit down at Denny's to, to eat a great mm-hmm. meal, like it's clobbering time. You know, for for my appetite, and I I just can't wait for it to get clobbered. Can I can I punch um, that up a little bit, Asterios? No, sure, of course, please. You should you should have said, and we can change this in post. That when they put the food no, in front please. of me, it's slobbering time. <laughs> <laughs> All right, hold on. Three, yeah, three, two, two one, one. Okay, and when they put down the food down in front of me, it's slobbering time because I'm slobbering all over the place, and right. there's just spit yeah. everywhere. I don't know if you need it's to overexplain it. No, yeah. people don't like it. You and they, take that again? And I, the, You're going too far with it. Take it, it now, again without serious. explaining it. Oh, okay. Oh, sure, sure. Okay, so three, three two, two, one. Okay. Well, when they put the food down in front of me, it's slobbering time, and I just love slobbering. I mean, the spit. It's, no, it looks gross, supposed, and no, it's, it's the kind of that thing like that I think. Spit, Asterios. Oh, my, let's keep, my, let's keep my, moving forward. No. Okay. Let's keep drippy. Let's let's keep, I want my face we'll use to, the second. One. I want my face to. I mean, what I like is <laughs> my face to look like Hooch from Turner and Hooch. <laughs> and that's what it looks like right now. Just a big slobbery mess. Um. <laughs> So so I so I got the thing burger in front of me. I'm I'm definitely going to eat the thing burger. Um I was also thinking, you know, uh about the, the next thing I'm going to eat is the invisible woman slam, two buttermilk pancakes cooked with blueberries, strawberries, banana slices, and it's drizzled with a clear citrus glaze. Oh, and that's invisible. how they get the invisible element yeah. in there. It's a clear I mean, the citrus glaze that you guys are used to eating, it's probably like a yellow or an orange, right? Sure. Yeah. Because that's that's not typical colors we associate with citrus fruits, along with green for yeah, lime. For lime. Oh yeah, which is another great citrus fruit, of course. But I mean, here you know they're honoring Sue Storm's roots, and they're <coughs> making it a clear citrus glaze. And I, I'm looking, I'm really looking forward to it. Okay, so what? Right. So what else besides the burger is coming? All right. Well, the burger is in front of me. Um, the Human Torch skillet is coming. Now, the Human Torch skillet is the menu item that hits. It, it honors Stanley's vision the hardest because it has fire roasted bell peppers, jalapeno right. peppers. Sure. It's it's in a sizzling hot skillet. I mean, right. when it comes out, it's going to be steaming as steaming hot as my excitement for the Fantastic Four movie mm-hmm. opening in August. And then uh, there's spicy five pepper sauce on it. So out of everything on the menu, this is the one that really sells the theme the hardest. What is the food? Is it going to be the tastiest? I mean, we'll see. It's What's the but, uh, but it's, it's a, a central It's a thematic sausage, right? It's a, the sausage is the, is the main event in that skillet, right? 
Yes, it's a breakfast sausage with seasoned potatoes. And and Hobbit menu fans will know that it's the same sausage from Bilbo's breakfast (laughs) skillet. Right. Um, It's it's the same exact sausage. I mean, I don't know. Maybe they had some left over or something. I'm just glad to see it back. Whatever you call it, I'm glad to see this sausage. Is there any sense um, from you on on Stan Lee's feeling about it? Like, how has he reacted to the menu? Do you have any sense of that? Well, you know, it's... It's it's so so funny because Stan Lee has reacted to this the in the exact opposite way from the Tolkien estate. Uh, Stan Lee loves the Marvel characters and uh-huh. he does whatever he can to to promote them. He's their biggest cheerleader. So wait, you know there so was no Hobbit menu last year, right? You guys know that, right? You're telling me. So Stan Lee supports this Slamtastic Four menu. But the Tolkien estate is against it? <laughs> well, well, here, here's what I'm trying to say. I'm sorry. I'm getting a little bit upset. So you, you might hear a tone on my voice. Right. But the, the, the Hobbit menu, there were three Hobbit movies. Mm-hmm. There were two Hobbit menus. Mm. Why? Because J.R. Tolkien's son thought – I'm absolutely not kidding when I say this. I, you can Google this. Google this. J.R. Tolkien's son thought the Hobbit menu was disrespectful, and so for the third movie, there was no Hobbit menu. And it's just like, it just makes me so upset that he would take something from us that we all love. Right. And that, I mean, the three of you clearly loved, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. like, away, away from us. So I'm hoping that the Slamtastic meant, like, the reason I'm so excited about this is I kind of, I'm hoping that it can fill the hole that the Hobbit menu sort of left in the American psyche. I mean, that's I mean I'm, guessing that's, be- I'm guessing that's why you guys wanted me on. Mysterious, that's the kind of behavior we've come to expect from J.R.R. Tolkien, J.R. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I, I mean, well, I mean, not to, not to mire this in more, you know, right. legal issues, but personally, right. I don't think Jack Kirby gets enough, uh, gets enough credit for the Fantastic Four menu. The Slam, the Slam, the Slam Fantastic Four, Four menu. menu. Yeah. You know I mean, what he I was think? as responsible I mean, as Stan Lee was. What I think is disrespectful? Three, if not more. Three Hobbit movies. Yeah. Too many movies. Yep. Too many Stretching movies. No, not out. a lot of people are with me on that. Doesn't a lot of seems to be. Yeah, it's, you're on the edge here. Yeah. Okay, so you, Sorry, you're going to have to talk to some movie to guys that about that one. Asterios has, Asterios has ordered this entire menu. I say we take a break, give Asterios a chance to have his food delivered. Um, we check back in with him later on in the program. I like that. Okay. Well, well that sounds great. Bon appetit, guys. Chew Bye-bye. thoroughly. <laughs> we'll be back in just a second on Jordan Jessica. La, 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 la. It's Jordan, Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, the voice of the millennial generation. Jordan Morris, boy detective. I'm a hemophiliac. <laughs> Joe Randazzo. Joe Randazzo. Can't remember my name. You did spontaneously start bleeding yeah. during the last segment. I think it might have been something about the description of the human torch sizzling sure. sausage platter mm-hmm. that you, caused you, a you blemish. Pictured yourself, you pictured yourself sizzling. Yeah. Sure. And then a blemish popped. You picture You're just that. very empathetic. So, <laughs> yeah. how do you make a sausage from a human torch? Mm-hmm. You know, the answer is use very cheese carefully. Cheese grater. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, hey, you know, it's still the. We'll, we'll be back with the cereals later. You know, it's still the summer of Summer Boy. Mm-hmm. 
Um, and we've got some people calling in to share their summer boy experiences with us. Sure. I don't know if you – did you see on our social media on the uh, Facebook and on the Reddit that our friend Rachel Sperling went to see Better Than Ezra at the State Fair? Hey, that's pretty good. That's a great summer boy activity. Yeah, I know. And she ate a weird State Fair thing that I'm going to say was a Reese's peanut butter cup wrapped in bacon and deep fried in batter. Nice. Mm. Yeah. yeah I think I may, have her, I may have her beat. Okay. It was not at a fair. Okay. So points against – but state or renaissance yeah so neither right i did see steely dan live oh, in concert you saw the dan ricky don't lose that number so you but you so when you I saw, saw them at the steely hollywood dan. bowl oh my gosh this was an outdoor extravaganza yeah so it was outdoor did you do some of the famous picnicking that the Hollywood Bowl is known for? Did a little picnicking. Right. Mm-hmm. Did you get blazed as the Hollywood Bowl is known for? No. I, you know, people were so – I was a little – I had never been to the Hollywood Bowl before. Mm. Right. Um, and despite – I, I, listen, I would have loved to have smoked a, smoked a dupe. Right. But I was, I was worried. I didn't know what security was like. I don't know if they pat you down. Right. Uh, turns out it, security pretty lax and there were a lot of – a lot, of, a lot of dudes in pleated slacks blazing up. Yeah, yeah. If I was a figure. more confident man, I would have asked him to uh, pass that down this way. Sure. But I, I'm not. I'm not a confident man. You would have man. asked them to pass the duchy pawn yeah. the right-hand side. Sure. Right. Or, you know, just wherever it was in that, relation way, to where I was sitting. I mentioned that because that's actually the title of Steely Dan's most famous hit, mm-hmm. Pass the Duchy. Can I – just real quick. I mean, I know we want to get into summer boy calls. Yeah. But there was a bizarre bit of stage patter that I feel like I want to bring up. I'd love to hear this. I'm still reeling. From Dan? From Steely Dan? I don't think that's a guy. I still don't know. Steely? Uh-huh. Uh, I was – I did think it was a guy and was yelled at it when, yelled at about it when I was on Jimmy Pardo's show. Oh. So, yeah, I definitely – that was the wrong place to make a Steely Dan mistake, I know. <laughs> uh, it could have been worse. You could have made a Spandau ballet. Sure, thing. sure. Then I would have been – my throat would have been slit. Yeah. Uh, anyway, so one of these guys, one of the Dans was, you know, just talking to the crowd between songs and he's like, hey, you know, great to be back in L.A. You know, we lived in L.A. for a while and when we got here, we didn't know what was going on. I mean we didn't know how to drive. We didn't know where Sherman Oaks was. We didn't know what a hamburger was. <laughs> <laughs> I, I totally get the other two, but I, why do you not know what a hamburger is? Was it regional up it until recently? Like one very specific incident that yeah. took place that, that <laughs> ties those three things together. <laughs> that he's winking at everyone, but no one knows They're what They're Americans, happened. right? Yeah. I, I don't know where they were coming from. Like It's not like they were coming from Barbados or something. <laughs> I feel like they know what burgers are in Barbados as well. It seems it's to be so even more exceptionally <laughs> dumb to not before, know. North Korea? Before we came to Los Angeles from our home deep in the Amazon forest. Yeah, we were an un- <laughs> when we were untouched tribe. tribe from- taught to play our instruments by that archaeologist who flew in, who was dropped from a helicopter. We thought Hot he dogs. was a god. Anthropologist, <laughs> yeah. sorry. Um, yeah, and also uh, I did notice there was a, a uh, an ambulance in the parking lot. Mm-hmm. Who gets so fucked up at a Steely Dan concert to where they need to call the ambulance? Well, I mean, Peach to stroke. be fair. Peach, yeah, it could have been. He was right. a little warm it's out. no joke. Sure. Elvis Costello was opening, he so. He did, yeah. You know, oh, right, yeah. you went for Elvis, right? I did, yeah. I bought the ticket to see Elvis Costello and, uh, you know, decided to be fun to stick around for Steely Dan. Mm-hmm. 
uh, you know, I'm no chump. I'm not going to pay for a Steely Dan concert and then leave just because my the act I prefer is off stage. Did uh, Elvis Costello bring out The Roots or Burt Backrack? <laughs> no, it was just Elvis Costello and two guys who played with him on a 70s live album and a another guy. Oh, cool. Yeah. But yeah, it was... The def- fourth guy was Mr. T. <laughs> yeah, right, exactly. What do you think he did during the Steely Dan show? Elvis does Costello? Does he take off or does he stick around? God, I wonder. Out? Does he stick around for the Dan? Does he know the deal with the Dan? Is there, is there he's Dan? friends with Dan. Knows? Right. He's buddies with Dan. That's how he ended up opening. That's how he got the gig. Mm. So he's, free. he's like, go out for you, Dan. Anything. Elvis and Dan, because Dan thought he was Elvis Presley. <laughs> right. There's a lot of mistakes going on. <laughs> Dan thought he, technically Dan thought he was the flying Elvises. Mm. We'd never heard of Elvis. <laughs> right. We, did, we picked up these instruments. We didn't know what they were. <laughs> Uh, but I mean, I think that the fact that Sh- Sherman Oaks m- made my eyebrows raise. Like, yeah. why? D- why was that? Well, that's why, who the first would be thing expected you, to know that. Joe, you moved to Los Angeles recently. You, Immediately the first drove thing to they, Sherman Oaks. Sure, yeah, first like, thing they do is they give you your driver's license. In the Oaks. <laughs> and they, yeah, you go have a burger in Sherman Oaks. <laughs> yeah, that's what you do. Okay, mm-hmm. let's hear our first summer boy call. Hello, Jordan. Hello, Jesse. Hello, guest. My name is Vince. I am calling with a momentous occasion slash some real summer boy shit happening right here. I spent all morning today on the beach, uh, hanging out in the ocean, and I am now currently at my friend Matt and Tucker's summer wedding, which also happens to be a pool party wedding. I am in a pool at a wedding in the summer. Have a great one. Great show. Pool party wedding. Pool party wedding. I'm conflicted. I'm of two minds about pool party wedding. On the one hand, it's kind of bullshit. On the other hand, you have always wanted to marry a dolphin. Sure, yeah. And finally, the Supreme Court has has, <laughs> has set the precedent that will eventually allow that to happen. I'm worried about the chlorine. Whenever, yeah. Yeah. That immediately makes me a little concerned. You mean for the complexion of the wedding or for the dolphin? For the dolphin's health. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Well, you know, we'll slowly introduce it into his or her system. I might get gay married to a dolphin. You know what I thought was really beautiful? I mean, now anything goes. It's anarchy. You know what I thought was really beautiful about your wedding? Hmm. That you constructed a literal slippery slope Mm -hmm. into the pool. I slid down. And immediately I (laughs) slid down with a full erection. Right. I just debate the picture of the people who— And penetrated the blowhole. And penetrated the blowhole on my way down. Right. As the priest was saying, I now pronounce you. Can we address this piece of fan art that a fan made for us? Sure. So we, Joe, when you're a celebrity podcaster like us, you get a lot of cool fan art in the mail. Um, And this guy whose name is, uh, do you you remember what this guy is? I think it's uh, Christian from Los Angeles. Oh, yeah, that is who it is. It's Christian. Oh, okay. So Christian is a listener of ours who's uh, called in a couple of great momentous occasions over the years. Um, he came in and was a guest on our program. Um, he's probably best known as the man who called in the momentous occasion that he had just found out what his grandfather's favorite genre of films was, and it was talking dog movies. Mm. Um, he's a lovely. He's a lovely young man. He's also apparently what they call a GIF artist, mm. um, and that means that he creates works uh, using GIFs. Um, which is a type of animated internet picture. Mm-hmm. Now, this is a picture. It's like a, it's like a cartoon rendition of the two of us. Um, we don't have pupils in our eyes, which is a little disconcerting. 
and I appear to have no hair at all, which I do have a fair amount of You would have liked a little bit of hair. I, I have a fair amount of hair. I'm not saying that I'm Mr. Hair, <laughs> but I do have hair. Um, and then, Joe, maybe you could describe what's going on in this, in this fan art here. Uh, Is it going to animate? It's not animating it's not, for okay. you? No. Tap but it. That's all right. Give it a little <clears throat> tap. A little tap. Give it a tap. Joe, what did you do? It was animated when I handed you my phone. Did get some blood in it. Give it back to me. (laughs) Give it back to me, Joe. Okay. I I, see you have a couple of plump booties, though. So I I have a guess as to which direction. Okay. Okay. Here we go. It's headed. Now you can see it here. So the two of us have plump booties. Yep. And you're making direct eye contact Mm -hmm. as if pupilless, looking into each other's souls. And then turning and smacking the booties together. Mm-hmm. And yeah. a kind of cartoonish explosion is happening around it. And you both look contented, although your expressions change from pure joy to concentration as you turn to slap them. Mm-hmm. That, that, that was thorough. And you have big ears. Yeah. No We're reason do- to actually, actually look at the thing now. We're doing a sort of booty butt bumpers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Looks um, like fun. It, it is, looks it, like fun. It is fun. Christian had previously been... Uh, the greatest Jordan Jesse Go listener of all time. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think with the creation of this piece of fan art, he has become our greatest American. The greatest man of all time. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I am in awe of this fan art. It's great. Fan art. Fan art. I said to him, because, you know, we've talked about this on the show, but I don't remember what happens mm-hmm. on the show, like, minute to minute. So I said to him, is this something that happened on the show, or is this pure creativity mm-hmm. and he told me his response to that question was uh, it's something that could have happened on the show mm. well, that, yeah it's within the realm of possibility so I that think. makes it like fanfic right yeah it's yeah. a what if it's pretty amazing that gif mm-hmm. is the, it could be the next Fifty Shades of Grey <laughs> like a Publishing fan, uh, like fan a, art, yeah, that turns into a oh. massive so fanfic just, that turns sure. into a massive um, phenomenon. Phenomenon. We're going to have to change the name. Yeah, I mean, I guess he can't use us, right? I guess Fifty Shades started out as Twilight. Right? It doesn't say any names on there, right? That's just that's a good point. Yeah, I guess it just could be Curly Man and Bald Man, and we all know that I have a fair amount butts. of hair. Yeah. You know, so they're already, he's taking liberties so he I can eventually – I have a short haircut, but I don't have a shaved, spin it off. bald head. Yeah. Like it didn't, oh, no. That's me bumping butts with Vin Diesel. You're not even in that thing. <laughs> Got it. It didn't look that much like you. Yeah. We got one more call here. Okay. Hey, guys. This is Nick calling from Anacortes, Washington. Just finishing up dinner at my local taqueria uh, out on the patio. A family got up to leave. Uh, and a tiny bird swooped in and started eating some of the tortilla chips. And I thought, that right there, that's Summer Boy. Talk to you later. Yeah, tortilla chips are dope. Birds yeah. are dope. They're delicious. Yeah. Uh, but I don't know. I feel like we're stagnant with Summer Boy stuff. we got to take it to it's the next level. It's not moving like I would like it to. Am I being too much of a stickler about this? No, I understand exactly what you're Can saying. Can you lay down, a just without boring the listeners too much, just a little bit of a ground... Yeah, work yeah. For me, of what Summer Boy entails, I want to know how to. Oh, sure. Um, judge it. Yeah, this is uh, this is based on a, an Uber driver I had mm-hmm. when I was. Uh, I think I was in Baltimore, mm-hmm. and I was wearing shorts in the Uber, and he says, "In those shorts, you look like a real Summer Boy." <laughs> yeah. 
So I think you've got a pretty good sense. <laughs> well, it sounds like it sounds like it can expand in a lot of different directions. Yeah, I mean, I think the, just the idea is to kind of take that, you know, take that identity and use it to inspire you to just be just like chill as fuck over the summer. Because just at first, chill as fuck at first blush, sure, better than Ezra at State Fair. To me, sounds hands down more summer boy than seeing Steely Dan at the Hollywood Bowl. How so? I don't know. I'm not. I'm not disagreeing with you. I just want to hear. Well, this you is my outsider out, perspective. Joe's 100 yeah. percent correct. I just didn't want to be a dick. About I don't it. No, think no, sure. there's any. I think there's less uh, less pretense to mm-hmm. it. Uh, it's a little more earthy. Sure. And I think just the the setting probably literally taking place in a pile of dirt. Yeah. <laughs> Much earthier in that literal sense. Mm-hmm. And I think something about the setting just means like this – the Hollywood Bowl can exist year-round and show shows. Sure. A state fair is only in the summer. Mm-hmm. You, the people you're going to run into there, you're never going to run into anywhere else in your life. Whereas you probably saw, you know, Steely Dan. You could see those sh- those schmoes any sure. time. I think I saw Steve Agee there. Literally, yeah. case in point. Literally, every person in my entire Twitter follow, my entire Twitter timeline was at that Steely Dan Elvis Costello concert. Yeah, yeah. no, I think you're right. I, I, I literally have friends from New York who were at <laughs> that concert. Yeah, um, I made. I, I want to uh, just. This made me think of a real funny joke I made earlier today. I like to just please, yeah, yeah please that oh, my please. son got. Mm-hmm. Six-year-old son. <clears throat> we were at the Echo Park Lake. Joe, Park. can I pause it here? Yeah. It sounds like you are really funny, and your son is really smart. Uh, that's the impression that I'm trying to. Ca- well, let's see. Casually. Let's see. Well, yeah. we'll see. I don't post a lot of pictures on Instagram, so I go on podcasts and talk about how cool my six-year-old is. Mm-hmm. Although lately, he's been pissing me off. Oh yeah, but we won't get into that. No, no, no. We, I think we can. I think we I can. I think Jordan. We can I go think there. We are here right now, mm-hmm. while Joe Randazzo is making the turn from silly Conan style stuff mm. to being one of the great oh, comic to, voices yeah. of his sure. generation. Um, I we were at Echo Park. Just Lake. don't become sexist. Eventually, I won't. Okay, we were at Echo Park Lake Park, mm-hmm. right? Do, do people need a description of what that is? I don't know if they do. It's just yeah, a park. Of with a little like pond a park with a little, in the middle with of it. A pond, yeah. It's my first time there. With some water lilies times. and some paddle boats. And I said, and this is a kind of a fun jibe at the people who go there. I turned to my six-year-old son and I said, "Hey, look, Cormac, all the members of Edward Sharp and the Magnetic Zeros are here." <laughs> yeah. And then I explained that it was a joke. Uh-huh. <laughs> and he liked that. Yeah, he liked it because mm-hmm. he likes that song. That they sang mm-hmm. and used to make us play it over the Jurassic Park theme song. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> not a lot of people know that they. John Williams wrote it. They they performed, performed it. Yeah, it. Da, 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 guys, da, da. I want to know what how Asterios is doing. So let's take a quick break. We'll be back just a second on Jordan Jessica. Jordan, Jesse, go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy detective. I'm Jordan Dezzo, a duck fan. Joining us from a Denny's somewhere on the East Coast. Where are you, Asterios? Uh, I'm, at a, uh, I'm at a Denny's on Long, in uh, Long Island, New York. Long Island, New York City. The great Denny's. Yeah. Strong Island is what mm-hmm. I call it. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, that's where I was born. Oh, yeah? How's the Denny's? <laughs> It's great. I was born in a dentist. Oh, okay. Yeah. I, I don't know if it's the same one. Is there a plaque there with my name? Are you in the Joe Randazzo uh, booth? I, I'm I'm in the Randazzo wing. Is that you? Are you the Randazzo? That's us. Mm-hmm. Oh. 
<laughs> that worked out well. Uh, Asterios, how, how many food items have been delivered to you at this point? Okay, so so I finished the thing burger about six minutes ago, and, and I can give you my report. Um, it tasted it tasted honestly, it tasted really great. Uh, you know, it's a the hash browns, the eggs, and the burger. They all made a great com like they made a great combo. Here's- like on an unre- on an unrelated note, like my legs are tingling like a lot. Right. Like it's like it's like my legs like they can't. It's like they want to dance on their own or something. And this is new, like. So, I don't – is this what restless leg syndrome is? No, I don't think so. I think you're experiencing being Fred Astaire. <laughs> or an approach oh. attack, one of the two. Yeah. Uh, I uh, – now, when I went to Denny's uh, over the week, I ordered the Thing Burger. How did you like it? I loved it. Really? I thought it was goddamn delicious. It's on this cheesy bun. Uh-huh. And I really was good. prepared to kind of not like it. The Thing Sauce, it's like a spicy mayo. Uh-huh. Uh, you might think from the name that it's cum. Uh-huh. It's not. It's a spicy mayo. I had assumed that it was uh, cum from famous rock man, The Thing. Sure. Uh, I didn't think that. I no, didn't did you not? at all. Hmm. Interesting. What did you think it was? I Joe? had no opinion. I figured it was just a commercial sauce that they put together. I didn't right. They called it Thing Sauce. Think, yeah. Yeah. Not- oh, you can put that food anywhere. Thank you. <laughs> I don't like the way you say commercial sauce. Would you rather it be a philanthropic sauce? <laughs> uh, I Commerce is what, what drives America, A mass-produced mass sauce. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I, well, really, it, I mean, I mean I really it's kind it. of funny... Oh, I mean, it's it's kind of funny that 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 you know you're giving your review because I actually you like the thing burger, I like the thing burger. I collected some reviews of people that did not love the thing burger. Okay. Uh, for example, uh, user uh, Biggie and the Mets wrote that uh, that the you know the thing sauce it tastes like the things jizz, mm-hmm. uh-huh. and uh, user Jeremy Frankly wrote uh, it tastes like the things jizz. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, Rach Tacular tastes like the things jizz. Mm-hmm. Right. They all things said jizz. jizz. Law Jr. No one said smart bunny things jizz. Yeah, there were no smart. other jizzum. Just jizz. Maybe it's a meme or something. Maybe it's something the kids are saying, and I just don't know. Right. Here's my question. Yeah. How do they know what the things jizz tastes like? You've never sucked off famous rock man. <laughs> <laughs> when you say rock man, I'm thinking of a rock and roll star, but this is a, he's a rock man. Yeah. I have to made, remind myself. He's of a that. man made of rocks. Yeah. I think there are other ways to taste it without having to perform the sexual act. But have you ever read Jordan? Have you ever read the comic book Concrete? No, uh-uh. it's also about a rock man. I really liked it. Oh yeah, oh, okay. I've seen that. that's all I got. I've read, read that it, and I really liked it. It's a little wordy. Mm-hmm. It's a little. It's a little talky. Sure. Yeah. You know, uh, but I like it. So, mysterious. What's next? So you've had the thing burger. What is yep. what is in front of you, and I, then what's on the way? Totally. I'm halfway through the uh, Invisible Woman slam. Um, it's, it's, it's also really good. It's, it's blueberry pancakes covered in fruit and again, an invisible citrus glaze. And, you know, you can just, you can kind of taste the brand synergy and it kind of makes the whole meal better. Mm -hmm. Um, I do, I do also want to say though, that I feel like my heart is working harder and I think that might be like a good thing. You know, it's kind of like when like a weightlifter like puts on more weight or like does more reps or like, right. like I feel like my heart, like it's it's like pounding harder, mm-hmm. and it's and it's pounding like slower. So it's like, 
I don't know. I'm I'm having a lot of fun with this food. No, you got to keep the the uh, the heart rate goes down when you're more fit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's a more powerful I, pump. So I think you're I think you're doing I think you're doing this right, Asterios. Yeah, I remember reading about Miguel Indurain, the great uh, bicyclist. Sure. Whose heart rate was about was I think 24 beats per minute. Yeah. So if you can get I down mean, around there, I think you'll be in really good shape. <laughs> Yeah, no. Look, if it's a strong twenty-four beats, you don't need all those other beats, and and you know, I'm, hopefully by the end of this meal, you know, I'll get it down to twelve, thirteen. So, what else is there? Are there other foods in front of you? Oh, and sure. Things on the way? No, of course. Yes, yes. The the fantastic four cheese omelet is in front of me. It's a three egg omelet stuffed with melted cheddar, Swiss mozzarella, and Parmesan cheeses. Now, traditionally in an omelet, you'd expect one cheese, two cheeses at most. This has four cheeses because it's Related to the Fantastic Four movie, sure. could you explain and it's on the sl- symbolism? No, yeah, yeah. It, I, I mean, you know, the the cheese is also stretchy, kind of like Mister Fantastic stretches. Right. You know, mozzarella is stretchy, mm-hmm. Parmesan cheese is stretchy, and it's just no. it's it's, it's great. Parmesan is not a stretchy. What cheese? about the rest? Of it's got really st- it's got really stretchy spinach, and then the bacon <laughs> it just stretches. It's like stretching across the plate. That so it's just like, whoa, this is a talk about fantastic. So you know this slamtastic. What are the yeah? what are all the items on the slamtastic menu? What's left? Yeah, what else is there on, in front of you? No, sure. Uh, I mean, I mean that is what's in front of me. The waitress. I'm actually not kidding. The waitress said the manager said to save the human torch skillet for last because it was best. Mm-hmm. And oh, so wow. I mean, I'm willing to listen to them. Yeah, and, and after that, of course, is dessert. You know, Doctor Doom's lava cake, uh, which is as rich and decadent as Doom good. himself. No, it's really, really good. Is like, there uh, a mama strawberry. used to make in Latveria? Is there such a thing as best when you get to the end of At the that menu? Point, when you've eaten all of the foods on an entire menu, yeah, all <laughs> food is a torture to be endured. <laughs> I think it's going to be tough. I'm going to be I, interested to see. I think it's going to be tough for you to tell if it's actually the best. I don't. I don't know. I mean, I guess I just disagree. I'm just. I'm having so much fun just eating all this food and talking to like my three good friends who like. I haven't talked to in so long, and it's just, it's just so great to talk to you guys. There's a and, uh, you, too, right, Asterios? Have you, have you yeah, yeah. That? Yeah, no, yeah, yeah. There, there's a fantastic four-fruit smoothie. I mean, it's the kind of thing where, you know, you could get it, you could get a couple of straws, so, like, you know, four friends could each kind of, you know, yeah. each have some of that smoothie, you know, and, me, uh, and then finally... To me, the connection yeah. to the characters is basically rock solid until you get to the smoothie. Then I'm like, okay, how is this related? Well, there's four. There's four fruit. There's four fruits. There's four members of the Fantastic Four. Oh. No, so, never mind. I like it. Think about it. You know how Jack yeah. Kirby always said that he thought of each member of the Fantastic Four as a particular fruit. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, like uh, Invisible Woman. Her name is. Uh, she's of course a pomegranate. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Uh, stretch man. Sure. <laughs> He's stretch well, because because a pomegranate He's a pomegranate is a chia su- seed. Mm-hmm. And it's funny because all the all the all the foods you're naming are super foods, and they're superheroes. Right. So, like, I you know that's something that a lot of people didn't pick up on. But I mean, it's you know that's a really smart observation that smoothie, I just made. Does the smoothie come in chunks or or grains? <laughs> um, I I'm pretty sure this I'm pretty sure the smoothie comes in just a big bag. Um, and it's just got the word fruit on it. And I think you're just supposed to kind of go to town on this big plastic bag of goo. Okay. And then speaking of goo, uh, the, the final thing is the strawberry pancake puppies. It's six bite-sized 
round pancakes made with strawberries and white chocolate chips, sprinkled with powdered sugar, served with a side of cream cheese icing. How is that um, related to the Fantastic Four? I think because it's going to be a fantastic dessert, and you know, <laughs> and so I mean, I think that that's. I mean, that's all the connection I need. That's a, yeah. yeah, it's a solid that's connection. Asterios, if we keep talking, you're not going to have a chance to eat this food. So, <laughs> You're right. You're right. We're going to take a break. <laughs> we're going to do our momentous occasions. We'll come back, and hopefully uh, you'll have achieved that Miguel Indurain uh, level of, what's that called? Heart, heart Ca- catatonia? <laughs> yeah. We'll be back in just a second nah. on Jordan Jesse Go. It's Jordan, Jesse, go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morse, play detective. Joe Randazzo, human sweat factory. I'm sincerely worried about Asterios. Like, I want to make this clear Mm -hmm. to our audience. Asterios is really in a Denny's, and he's really eating all of the things on the Yeah, this is not a sketch. I mean, he has some prepared jokes that he's clearly been making, (laughs) but this is not a sketch that we're doing. No. Did he write some material because he misses show business? Yes. (laughs) Yes. But he is also actually eating these things. Mm -hmm. He's going a little slower than I thought, but maybe that's that's more on the Denny's than on him. He has to eat four entrees, two desserts, and a smoothie. Yeah, and so far he's through one and a half, Yeah, I don't know when when their, like, busy time is, so... You know, maybe sure. it's maybe it's packed in there. You think it might be uh, s- Saturdays at 8? Yes. <laughs> it's possible. Yeah. It's possible. Okay. When something momentous happens to you, like you're in a Denny's in Long Island and uh, a genial Greek man is uh, eating too many entrees, mm-hmm. we ask you to call us at 206-984-4FUN for our segment, Momentous Occasions. Let's hear our first momentous occasion, Julian. Hey, Jordan, Jesse, and guests. This is Lindsay. I'm a pedicab driver in the city of New Orleans. My momentification is uh, we had a ride that wanted seven pedicabs at a hotel. We figure it's going to be, you know, seven pedicabs, 14 people. We roll up, and it's not 14 people. It's seven people and seven Labradoodles. Uh, as it turns out, uh, I talked to the woman in my cab. She owned this Labradoodle. She bred him out, sold all his puppies, and then to the people across the southeastern United States and arranged a dog family reunion in New Orleans, and we got to have a pedicab parade of Labradoodles. So, yeah, that was fun uh, and a little unusual. All right, y'all have a great day. Bye. Y'all have shit, a great dude, day, this too. Shit, dude. This is the summer boy shit I'm talking about. Really? This is, seems next level to me. Yeah? Like if it's on the waterfront or something? Yeah. Presided over a... Labradoodle family reunion, and they all took separate. I don't know. This is I, I don't think this is the kind of thing we're looking for. Do you remember? I know the it's woman... not necessarily, you know, directly tied to summer, but I think the family reunion thing is enough. That's all I need. Do you remember when you when uh, last week we had a summer uh, summer boy call, and you felt it was a woman who called in, and you felt I felt that it was good summer boy shit because it was so consistent, mm-hmm. and lasted over the course of an entire weekend. Yeah. Um, which I thought was consistent with having a great summer is just like chilling, mm-hmm. repeat, like not not just having Constant high chilling. points of chilling, but consistent, yeah. protracted chilling. Um, and you were sort of against you were sort of against it, Jordan, as I recall. You sort of wanted something a little more special. Yeah, 
Uh, did you did you see on uh, on our social media that that woman that you turned against in such a dark a way? Well, I think was, you're overstating it. Was the lesbian who had a sex dream about you? Oh, well, I take it all back. That was great. That was <laughs> the best call we've ever received. Good. She's a winner. Yeah. Fucking labradoodles. Yeah. Lab- seven pedicabs for seven people and seven labradoodles. Mm-hmm. I had a little. You probably didn't hear it. It was a micro gasp. Yeah. When I heard that it was a family reunion, that I, I was touched yeah. so much by that idea. It was something that would never have occurred to me. Mm. It started out sounding when she said she bred him out to people all over the Southwest. And I thought, oh, so brutal. Yeah. And then. And like, <gasps> we, do we need your dog lingo, ma'am? Yeah. We don't. <laughs> yeah. We do not need any dog lingo. And you know what? We don't sweet. need any dog breeding either. There's plenty of dogs. No. Who just get a rescue dog. But if you are going to breed your dog, please have a dog family. Yeah, I know. <laughs> sure. Oh, my God. It's a questionable practice, but best case scenario, you have a dog family and you need to get them all their own pedicabs. Oh, my goodness gracious. Can you imagine if they all got jet skis? <laughs> Man. Could, they probably did. They were probably taking pedicabs to the jet Motorcycles skis. and sidecars. There's so many fun ways to transport this family of dogs. Give me a break. Go break get, get some... me off a piece of that Labradoodle family reunion, Jordan. Yeah. Why did they pick New Orleans? I guess maybe. Gumbo. The... Oh, for the gumbo. Yeah, you get those big dog. That's right. You get those big dog I bowls see of gumbo. Gumbo. Those a lot of labradoodles are big fans of celebrity chef Paul Trudeau. <laughs> oh, sure. Is he still alive and cooking? <laughs> nah, he ate all the it. he ate all the stuff on the Fantastic Four menu and died. <laughs> they just want to visit his. You know, they just want to visit the plaque. You know, okay. where his birthplace I think was. John Besh, where he invited new... his favorite mm. dash, his favorite dash seasonings. Yeah. Uh, I heard you guys mention Chef Paul Prudhomme uh, on an episode not too long ago. Oh, we're in a rut, Joe. Okay. <laughs> yeah. We've only got we, like four things yeah, to talk only about. Yeah, we've only got a handful of jokes. Look, Jordan went on Never Not Funny. I think he had a got through an entire episode without talking about arena football. No, we talked about arena football. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So there you go. Uh, Joe, I think you you hinted at this earlier mm. when we were talking. We went to Asterios. Say that your six-year-old son's kind of sticking in your craw. Oh come on, man! That's not fair. No, you're right. No, go for I'm it. Sorry, what, I just wanted to say. Do you want something you want to elaborate on? Oh no, I just he uh, he's been he's such a he's a great kid, mm-hmm. and I think what I ought to do is give him a break because we just moved him across the country. Okay, yeah. <laughs> that'll that'll make, give him. But what I've been doing is, is slapping him mm-hmm. around. No, no, Joe, no. Yeah, I mean, not hard. No. With a giant foam hand. It's a foam hand. One of those number one, like, you will be number one. Yeah, yeah it's kind of a that de- It's kind of a that deal. Okay. Or is it like an open-handed foam hand? <laughs> no, but you know, it is, yeah, it people is. people who are at... Uh, it's, you get it at the Armenian at dollar store. pimp mm-hmm. events. <laughs> It has a little foam ring on it, too, so... <laughs> you can turn around. <laughs> yeah. um, child abuse jokes are always pretty, Gee pretty yeah. good. Gee whiz, Joe. Um, Gee whiz. No, you know, I think he's coming to that age where he's always been very precocious mm-hmm. and really um, outgoing. Yeah, he's a very bright kid, and you're very funny. And I'm super funny, <laughs> and I'm the yeah. coolest dad. Oh, sure. You're making all those great jokes about indie rock bands yeah, from 2005. <laughs> Um, no, what it is is now he's going into second grade, mm-hmm. and it's interesting to see when um, – because I've often wondered about this, like when you become the crushed 
human being because you start mm-hmm. you start out as such a well, people's personalities are different from a very early age that sure. you can see you have lots of friends who have kids Cormac's age you could see their personalities really early mm-hmm. but then when you go into school you start to experience shame mm-hmm. and you start to feel like oh uh, this part of my personality elicits this response so I should adjust for it mm-hmm. and it's like you know that's how he's going to turn into whoever he is but there's something really sad about watching that happen where now for the first time ever like I brought him into work he was too shy to meet everybody and previously I'd bring him into work and it'd be like the, the greatest. He would you fire know? people. Yeah, he would <laughs> tell people they were fired. It was when it was yeah when there was somebody I needed to fire mm-hmm. I would bring him in and he would do it and it would, nobody would even realize that it was a shitty thing to do. Like it was George also Clooney cute. and up in the air. Yes exactly. Is it? Yeah, initially he was going to be a baby. Oh, right. Right. Mm-hmm. The, the, yeah, the, char- the George Clooney character was going to be played by a baby. Yeah, or toddler. And they're like, Clooney's interested. Can you write this as an adult? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the screenwriter's like, fuck this, I'm walking. Yeah. And then Michael Shabon punched it up. Yeah, they got Shabon. So he has like a, he has that kind of you know ch- uh, child child's lawyer mind. Have you encountered this where it's like, well, you said, oh, and they can bring all I'm the things there. against getting, you. That's real. Right now, I just get a blast of contempt whenever I enter a room. Mm. Oh, really? Just like a ah. Uh. Yeah. And I think. Are you crop dusting? <laughs> Maybe that's it. <laughs> Are you crop dusting your children? <laughs> is that when you do? Is that something about farts? Yeah. Uh, it's, yeah, yeah, it's, it's a little bit. Move. Yeah. Moving oh, across no, the I'm room just, while farting. I'm just uh, flinging DDT on them. Oh, okay. Yeah. It's why, they're, it's why their shells are so thin. I'm, I actually don't. Uh, when you say child lawyer, I guess nothing comes to mind immediately. Is there, do you have an example? Well, we of this? were having breakfast this morning, and mm-hmm. he had all of his dinosaurs and stuff on the table, and we mm-hmm. were repeatedly asking him to take his dinosaurs off the table so we could eat. Are these Jurassic together. Park branded dinos, or no. are these from like a gift shop? At <clears throat> no, the these are a mixture of cheap food. dollar store dinosaurs and high end Schleich brand dinosaurs that look right. very realistic. Schleich brand. Yeah. Um, so, you know, finally, after five minutes of conversation and getting more and more annoyed, uh, the only thing that's left is this Calvin and Hobbes book, and we put the food down. And we're like, Cormac, we told you to take your stuff off the table. He said, this isn't mine. I'm borrowing this book. It doesn't belong to me. Mm. So he took it gotcha. very literally for no other reason than to, to push. <clears throat> sure. And so, we, and so then you know, I took the book and put it in the room and closed it. And his big thing is we have to announce what page it's on. Otherwise, we'll lose the page. <laughs> and so he's like, ah, oh, you didn't <laughs> save the page. And yeah. it's like – my he gets son, you coming and going. My son got a uh, Buzz Lightyear pinata for his birthday, which is about 10 days, two weeks away. And uh, we went, you know, my wife was looking for something to do with him while we were sitting in a restaurant. And they went next door to buy a pinata. And uh, uh, this pinata, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to guesstimate that it's four feet tall. Whoa. It's a big pinata, and it's definitely bigger than my son. Uh, when he- are, his, are Buzz Lightyear's wings ejected? Uh, they're semi-ejected. Yeah, half-mast. Yeah, he's got like a I, wing chub. I was just gonna ask about the wingspan. Uh, no, it it does not have an extensive wingspan. Okay. Um, but uh, he flipped the fuck out last night when he found out that he couldn't sleep with this five-foot-tall piñata in <laughs> his bed. Probably not the cleanest thing in the world either. No, probably not the cleanest. Yeah, maybe you don't want it's that been in through your, some journeys in your and it's time bedding. by the time it made it to the store next sure. to the restaurant. Yeah. So, you know, you never what, what can you do? He didn't use any lawyer techniques like what you had said at Well, one you sleep point. with mom. 
He has explanations. He has, and she's filled with candy. He's most recently all that candy she ate. He's been personifying his blankets and pillows, and I'm not talking about like lovey blankets. I'm just talking about like a like a comforter from IKEA. They have identities. They have. They have been. They're being personified. He was throwing a party for them. Mm -hmm. Uh, So our dining room table, every chair had a blanket or pillow in it, and uh, like there was a whole food spread of plastic food. And uh, he was feeding them. For some reason, one of the blankets was wearing his headphones, which were plugged into a teapot. Mm. And I said, hey, Simon, what's, what's going on? I got home and saw this before my eyes. And I said, Simon, what's, what's going on here, bud? And uh, he said to me, well, Dad, my son's turning four in a couple of weeks. He said, well, Dad, before there were people or even dinosaurs – there was blankets and pillows. <laughs> it's like, holy well, shit. Right. Makes sense, sure. You can send my son to work at Pixar. Yeah. He's got yeah. a lot of whimsy. Hmm. Blankets and pillows. Like Miyazaki they here, movie. They were here. here before us. They'll be here after we're dead. Yeah. yeah, you've already got the name of the movie. Okay, let's go talk to Asterios. We'll be back in just a second on Jordan Jessica. La, 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 la. It's Jordan, Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morse, boy detective. Uh, Jordan Daz, a dinosaur. Okay, so we have Asterios on the line from Strong Island Denny's. Uh, hey. Asterios, how uh, – this is technically like this is our – this is going to be our last conversation. So um, <laughs> <laughs> by, me, by which I mean that you're about to die. Yeah. <laughs> die, die, you die of a branded heart attack. <laughs> I mean, die of happiness, maybe, because the great food on this menu. Really? Um, so- you know, it's 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 the waitress keeps asking me what my favorite is. Like she keeps coming over and she's like, "What was your favorite? What was your favorite?" I I have to keep telling her all of them. They're all my favorite. It's like a real Sophie's choice. I just love this food so much. And you can't decide you know? which one of them to kill. Yeah. What is the dilemma <laughs> yeah. in that? Yeah. What makes it? Huh? This, what makes it like Sophie's choice? Well, you know how, like, Sophie loved both of her kids? Mm-hmm. Right. Like, you know, it's like, I just love all of these. It's like these di- these dishes are like my kids. Right. You know? Right. We'll let it. I'll let it go. Okay. It's not worth pulling on <laughs> You don't want thread. the food to feel bad. That's the choice. <laughs> right. You run the risk of a food yeah. feeling bad. Asterios, uh, have you gotten to the desserts yet here? Uh, I have. Um, I... I I pounded the shake in one go, the like a superhero would. Mm-hmm. The smoothie, the four fruit smoothie. Sure, just like a and, hero, uh, Booster I, Gold. Just like <laughs> Booster Gold also loved self promotion, just <laughs> like me. And um, and uh, and I uh, I took a video of it that I will send you guys. Um, I I guess I'll just tell you guys how I'm feeling. I feel a lot of pressure in my forehead. <laughs> I suppose, like, kind of like the pressure that like Reed Richards feels when he's like solving a math problem. Sure. Uh-huh. And and um and at one point, I had cut into the sausage, uh, for for the the the, the sizzling the skillet. And I'm not kidding; my hand would not stop involuntarily shaking. I assume with excitement at this great food that I've been eating. And so now I've got these desserts in front of me and. It's just, it's just gonna be a. I think I'm gonna have a great night. I'm just having so much fun. It sounds a little bit, if you don't mind my saying, I noticed this when you first started talking, like 
after you've huh? left the dentist and your mouth has been numbed, you sound a little bit like that, like your as if your mouth had been numbed. You also sound like you may be having uh-huh. uh mental problems, <laughs> like not just physical <laughs> problems. No, like some of the syntactically well. not strong sentence structure. No, well, it's it's good to. T- I I take the notes. Uh, thank you guys for your notes. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I guess I would just say my mouth is probably numb because of all the d- great food. Sure. Yep. I don't feel. I don't. Mysterious, I don't feel great. What's your favorite? Yeah, if you were to listen, ideally everyone would do the same thing you are, which is order the whole menu. But right. well, you know, maybe I, yeah. they're poor. Ideally, they never would have gotten rid of the Hobbit. Menu. Sure, yeah. I mean, in a perfect, perfect world, the Hobbit menu would be year-round. J.R.R. told yeah. me J.R. wouldn't have yeah. interrupted. But if someone is, you know, is just there for, you know, a basic meal, you know, maybe one entree, one dessert. Yeah, maybe they just went to a funeral or. Yeah. Can I interject one thing, Jordan? Please. Uh, you know how I know about Dale. Uh, you know how I know about uh, J.R.R. Tolkien Jr. Right? Hmm. I saw them opening for Dale Earnhardt Jr. Jr. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck Good me. bill. Good bill. Fuck me. Good bill. Okay. Uh, uh, yeah. So, so yes. if you got to pick one thing, Asterios, what's going to be your choice? Um. Can I answer later? I I don't feel great. I'm so sorry. Um. I I just I don't feel. I'm not. I don't know what. I don't know what's up. I'm. Maybe I'm just. I didn't sleep. I didn't sleep well last night. That's probably it. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm. You know, also, like. Sounds like maybe you ate a six thousand calories off a sponsored menu. I, I mean, but that's. I mean, but that's cool though. Like that's cool. cool. I mean, six thousand. It, it's. I actually counted six thousand eight hundred and sixty calories. Oh, that was close. I mean, but I don't know if that's. This was prices. I don't know right. if that's win. it. No, you wouldn't, because you wouldn't have gone over. But I don't know. I don't know if that's it, because this food just tastes so good. So I can't imagine that it would cause me problems. I think maybe. I don't. I don't. I don't know. Maybe. Maybe. Maybe the dinner I had before this is kind of coming back up on me. You had a dinner before. Where did you eat before this? Uh, I well, I mean, I was you know, I went to uh, I went to IHOP and I had the lemonade pancakes because it was you know it was dinner time, yeah. and um, and that oh must God. be what it is. What kind of? Well, I didn't want. What kind of medical? I didn't want to be. Do you have? <laughs> um, do you have health insurance? I, is Obama it too late? Care? Is That's it too I'm late to about. sign up for Obama? Can I sign yeah, up for Obamacare? Like the enrollment right now? Yeah. No, you're gonna oh. you're gonna go straight to a death panel, Asterios. <coughs> what services does Denny's provide medically? <laughs> they have a defibrillator. Um, yeah, do you see the sign with the choking cartoon man? I would walk toward uh, that sign. the The waitress keeps the waitress keeps coming over and making like the sign the check symbol. I think like she knows that like something's up, and I think she wants this signature now. She wants to pay you to pay before. <laughs> You're unable to. <laughs> She's ready to write yeah. you off, Asterios. That's what it sounds like. Yeah. I mean, you, she probably knows that, like, I'm just so excited for this great food mm-hmm. at a reasonable price. Yeah. Oh, by the way, um, uh, you, uh, uh, Jesse, uh, I'll send you a picture of this receipt so you can just reimburse me. And no, uh, sorry, I mean, no. I, I, yeah. no, this is your. I guess we should have talked about thing. Yeah. This is your whole. Wait. This is your deal. Yeah, you had the choice to do this. For us or for Vice Magazine, and you picked us. 
<laughs> your mistake uh, actually, is but your t- mistake, sir. The Actually, between us, I'm doing... Do do this for <laughs> Magazine. Don't, Don't do, do it, it on a podcast. Yeah. Uh, a- actually, hilariously, when I'm not talking to you guys, I am on a Vice podcast also talking about this. Oh, that's, so, uh, that's why you asked for so many breaks. Yeah, exactly, because I was like, I got to check in. But uh, I, it, really would, it, really, it really would help me out if you could cover this. I mean, it's four meals and it's three desserts. I don't know how I'm going to pay this $17 bill. I mean, it's just, it's 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 really big. I, can you consider it? I'll just send him the $17. I'll, do, I'll do it. We'll all pitch in. Joe I'll, will do it. He, he went to the same college as you, and he's very I'll successful in show business. I'll give book. you $6. Joe will give you. I saw the book today, my book today at the yep. uh, Glendale Pacifica, what is that place called? Where you can the Glendale Galleria? Well, it was across the, the street from the Galleria, the fancy place with the fountain. <laughs> mm. Oh yeah, the Americana. at the Barnes and Noble, the Americana. Yeah, the it's brand. the Pacific Theater, right? The Americana, the brand. Saw so my book there, tucked away, while Judd Apatow's book was on display. Mm. Mm. You know, it's like Judd Apatow needs the money. Am I right? Yeah. Well, I think he's actually donating all the money to some charity or something. You know, so like that's, that. That's really nice. It. That's really nice. Yeah. Like that excuses it. God damn Apatow. Uh, always been very nice to me. Asterios, I know you I know you gotta tell the people there that you don't have a favorite, but could you tell us what your actual favorite What's is? What's your real favorite, yeah. Asterios? Don't tell listen, you can you can move slightly out of earshot so the food doesn't hear you. I just think the people everyone's gonna wanna rush to Denny's af, you know, and then also rush to fandango.com to buy their advanced tickets for Fantastic Four. But, I'll, but I, th- I do think people are going to want to know what to get. You know, the Fantastic Four is not just called Fantastic Four. It's a reboot, Jordan. Mm. It's called Fantastic Four, colon, what could possibly go wrong? <laughs> um, I think, Aster- are you... Hi, guys. Oh, there he is. Guys, guys, I... D- don't, if you're listening to this, j- don't, don't, don't do this. Like, don't do this to yourself. Like you're you're better than this. Yeah. Like don't like you think it's funny. Like you think it's so funny. Oh, these are, these are funny menu items, and this food is so funny. Yeah. yeah. And then, and then you just and then you come down here. Oh, the Doctor Doom lava cake is here. Hold on. <laughs> okay. Thank you, Asterios. Thank you for joining oh, us on the program. It's this a is to talk to this you. is my favorite. This okay, one's my you, favorite. This t- tastes so good. T- Ow. On Hold on. Hang up on I need to hear a man die. <laughs> oh, this is not I a love it. podcast. Yeah, Can I get another? This is the end of Grizzly Man. Oh my god! We'll have to just watch us listen to Asterios die. You must promise die. to never listen to the audio. <laughs> Thank you. You must six, never listen to this podcast. <laughs> Asterios, Coconos, in Long Island, New York City. Really eating all those things. Yeah. I want to, again, emphasize mm-hmm. that not only was he really in a Denny's in Long Island, he was really doing that. Yeah. Was and it I'm his really idea? not reimbursing him. <laughs> yes, of course it was his idea. We don't do things on our show. <laughs> yeah. We, don't we just make have the same Paul Prudhomme joke every week. <laughs> uh, I, will, I will say that you know, if people are going in, you do a lot worse than the Thing Burger. Thing okay. Burger, very tasty. It's a burger, egg, bacon, eggs, bun, hash browns, bacon, eggs, hash Can browns. Can I say spicy, bun. spicy mayo, cheesy bun? Can I say something? Very good fries. If you're at the Americana at Brand, mm-hmm. the faux urban 
shopping development in Glendale, California, you could do a lot worse than Joe Randazzo's book, Funny mm. on Purpose. Oh, wow. So is this only – is this an exclusive to that Barnes yeah, & Noble? Yeah, there's okay. two. We printed four copies. <coughs> two of them were there. Uh-huh. <laughs> I sent one to Jesse mm-hmm. and one to my parents. I've never seen the book. Hmm. C- right. Can't afford to buy it. Right. Uh, I have read Joe Randazzo's book. Mm-hmm. Uh, I will say this absolutely sincerely. Um, you know, I think a lot of people take the position that if you want to have a career in comedy, there's like no way to learn how to do it. But to do it, like God forbid you should take advice or ask somebody or learn something. Uh, but Joe's book is uh, not only very funny uh, and very entertaining. It is also a genuinely insightful look at how to make a career in comedy across the board, like not just as a performer but as a as a writer in new media and lots and lots of different places. And he interviews me in the book. Yeah. Hey. You were great. I interviewed um, Judd Apatow also. So. Yeah. Judd Apatow is too. legitimately a very nice man <laughs> yeah. in my experience. Yes. Sure. Um, but, Joe, I just uh, I want to congratulate you on the book because it is a really delightful book. Thanks for saying that. It means a lot. Yeah. Um, Julian on the boards this week. Sonny D, Brian Fernandez in London, England, producing the program. Asterios Coconos, dead in Long Island. <laughs> mm. Dead as a rock. Sure. Just a dead rock. <laughs> <laughs> not Floating a rock. on Jones not, Beach. Not a live rock man either. No. Right. Like concrete. This is a regular. This is not someone who has been irradiated to the point that they turn into a rock man. This, this is just a stone. The new Montauk monster. I really did like concrete. You've never read concrete? I no, thought you read it. Maybe I should. That's should one I've it. been interested in, but I have no, I've never picked it up. Yeah, I yeah. should pick it up. Like I said, pick it's it a little wordy. Like it's a little caught up in like it's 1989 so like or 1987 <laughs> or whatever. So sure. like we got to make sure that people know that this comic book is, literary. is for smart people, mm-hmm. not just for dum-dums. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's really sweet and uh, I found it – I really liked it. I read a number of them. Okay. Probably four or five of them. There's many volumes of this thing. There's like 10 volumes or something. Okay. Sounds like a lot of fun. Yeah. I recommend it. Sounds like a fun rock man. Yeah, sort of relaxing too. That's another nice thing. About <laughs> oh yeah, it. yeah. You don't want a comic, comic book to get you all excited. Relaxing superhero comic book, but sure. it's really nice. But not as good as Joe Randazzo's book. Nah, oh. get that first. Knock that out first. I'm then. reading uh, book four of Saga right now. Oh, isn't Saga that? great? Saga's wonderful. Yeah. They're on Love number it. four. Yeah. Shit, I haven't even got number three. Yeah, I gotta get on that. Well, Just... I'm reading the floppies, so I think I'm done with I'm done with cycle six. Wow, oh, flippy flaps, huh? Yeah. Sorry guys, I'm reading the floppy, so I'm gonna I'm gonna act all superior. Guys, look like not one of these trados. Looks like I know what I'm bringing to the cabin next month. Mmm. Porno mix. Porno mix. Yeah. You still like hard copy porno? <laughs> well, like a swank, like a perfect ten. There's no internet at that. I like we mm-hmm. number yeah. one. Okay. I'm known for my smug smug pretension. <laughs> uh, number two, there's no internet at the cabin. So. What's is this an actual cabin you're going to? Yeah. No. Oh. Yeah, I'm going to Teresa's grandparents. Own a cabin in the Sierras. Okay, um, and we go up there once in a while. Have sounds, family time. Sounds we'll be lovely. Up there with my in-laws, my lovely in-laws, mm-hmm. uh, my sister-in-law, her husband. Very now, nice which man. hard copy porno mags do they like? Uh, my sister-in-law, mm-hmm. Fran, mm-hmm. Fran Hosfeld Edwards. Uh, she really likes jugs. Jugs. <laughs> I was gonna fucking say jugs. I right. knew it. Uh, my Club brother-in-law. <laughs> That was a real dirt, <laughs> scuzzy. Yeah. My brother, my brother-in-law, uh, Daniel Hosfeld. Mm-hmm. Um, he likes really fucked up shit. I'm not even going to say the name. Wow. Uh, but it's shit that when you go to the convenience store, it's not even on the rack of shit. You have to like know which convenience. It's store behind to go the skull. To and which guy? Yeah. Which guy to ask? Ask yeah. about it. 
Um, <laughs> nasty Pete. Yeah. That's that, nice. Nasty how did you pizza. know what the name of the magazine was? <laughs> yeah, because I know, I know to move the skull. Yeah. And ask for the latest copy of Nasty Pete. Just one it's guy. A, it's a quarterly. Yeah. My mother and father father in law read Playgirl. Mm. But only for the Burt Reynolds dick. Sure. You they know. both read it together. Yeah, to see Burt Reynolds dick. I yeah. think maybe Playgirl's probably not it's around anymore. Are there articles in Playgirl or is it all Yeah, there's Playgirls around. They're still middle aged gay guys. Sure. My don't brother know how to work the internet. was in Playgirl. Oh yeah. Really? My brother, yeah. Because he appeared on the show Big Brother. Mm-hmm. And then... Is this your younger brother? Or? He's older. Uh-huh. And then he went in Playgirl. Did he show his penis? Oh, yeah. Oh, my. Really? What do the guy get paid for that? I don't and know. why did we're, he open that? We're, we're, we're not estranged. Mm-hmm. But you're not close. But we talk on Facebook. Okay. And during that period in time, I didn't, we didn't talk a lot. Does he own that or is it kind of you're embarrassing? Oppo- you're opposed I think to he owns it. No, I'm not opposed to nudity at all. You're opposed to reality television shows? No. Opposed no. To your, but it was, it's just about you hating your brother. No. Oh, no, no. Our estrangement had nothing to do with any of that stuff. Mm-hmm. But for a while, the only time I would see him was he would appear on like shows like Big Brother and Fifth Wheel and Dating mm-hmm. Game. And so I would occasionally see him on these shows and then in Playgirl. Which, <laughs> uh, was your, was your, is your brother Paul Rubens before he got famous for doing Pee Wee Herman? No. Was your brother ever on the Gong Show? No. Okay, well, it's not him. Yeah, different guy. Hmm. Well, we Do you learned. have the issue? I don't have it, no. Hmm. Have you seen his donger? Yep. Yeah. What's it like? It's normal. <laughs> Standard. Looks normal, yeah. Um, if I was in that... So it was medium-sized, I would probably. want them to juice <laughs> up my donger. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, give me a little extra something. Yeah. Not me, man. I want to be all natural. Well, I don't want to be photoshopped and airbrushed. I'm a real man. I'm not one of these magazine hunks. Mm-hmm. I want you. To, I want people to see me, warts and all. That's what people want. They're, it is covered with warts. Yeah, I should say. It warts is just on your donger, huh? Yeah. Whew. Is your brother having warts on his donger? No, it looked smooth. It looked pretty smooth. Hmm. Okay. Like a shiny or no, not buffed. shiny. Just real quick, do you guys think I'm? As brave or more brave than Lena Dunham? How brave um, do you think I am? I think you are braver than Lena Dunham, mm-hmm. but not as brave as Brave from the movie Brave. Okay, that's fair. I think right now you're not as brave as Lena Dunham, but you no, those... will prove yourself to be braver in an incident involving Lena Dunham and a car wash, like uh, something that goes wrong at a car wash. Really? I like that specific. Jordan's yeah. not afraid to get out of the car and take care of business. I'm not going to say what, but this is what I feel like, where I feel like things are headed. I mm-hmm. assumed that he would prove that he was braver than Lena Dunham in a drag race at the point. That could be it. I was going to go for chicken. like robot war, but then it felt. No, I think in it. Yeah, no, that's a, that's a little much. Car wash yeah. is great. Yeah. Let's let's so we, we'll cut out. Let's the use car wash. Let's just car wash. Should we just end the show? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Hashtag JJ Go on Twitter. Maximumfun.reddit.com on uh, Reddit. Search for Jordan Jesse Go and MaximumFun.org on Facebook and join the groups and like the pages. Uh, a lot of fun chat there. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Thanks to our producers. Thanks to Joe Randazzo. Run out and buy his book. Uh, if you run into Asterios, thank him mm-hmm. for that nightmare that he participated in. I bet he'll post some 
pictures or something yeah. on Reddit. Sounds like it's got a video of the... That whole thing seemed like it was an excuse to shout out his friends from the MaxFun Reddit group. Yeah. Well, you know, there's worse, worse, the re- worse reasons to do things. Biggie and the Mets. Come on. Give me a break. Rich-tacular. <laughs> Come on. Lip Thripper. You know that guy? Oh, yeah. Yeah. We'll be back next week on Jordan Jesse Go. Hey everybody, Asterios Kokonos here. I uh, ate I ate a lot of food, and I forgot to plug a comic book that I wrote called "The Enemies of Twenty Something Mega Man 2. Uh, it's a comic book where Mega Man fights all the bad guys we face in our twenties, like uh, Couch Surfing Man, Underpays on Split Checks Man, and dresses his baby up for attention, man. You can get it at devastatorpress.com slash megaman2. Again, that's devastatorpress.com slash megaman2. Print copies are $5. Digital copies are only a buck. And if you'll excuse me, I have to go throw up. Bye. Maximumfun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Listener supported.